0: Who or what do you hate? Do you think that Christ followers should hate anyone or anything? This is Thursday, August 3rd. I remember many years ago reading the book entitled The Closing of the American Mind by a man named Alan Bloom. Bloom taught at universities across the world from Chicago to Toronto to Tel Aviv, and he began noticing a change in his students. That with the openness of ideas, students were not becoming better thinkers, but quite the opposite. In his book, he relates a conversation with students in a class he taught. He asked the question, Who do you think is evil? Now, he usually found at the time that the only person that came to mind to the mind of the students was Hitler. And even then, he found Hitler to be an abstraction that the students used because, well, they needed someone to fill that category. He found that the students really didn't believe in evil and had no way of thinking about it. People might do evil things, but these people could be cured with a little therapy. In Bloom's mind, students had lost the ability for deep moral judgment based on truth and had lost the categories needed for understanding moral life. As he said, their minds had become closed. Now, of course, Bloom's criticism of Western society drew a firestorm of criticism and controversy. But many came to understand the pickle we're in, one where the lines between good and evil have faded so much that we've lost any real meaning of what good and evil are. Now, this is more than philosophical. Are there things we should hate and avoid, do our best to resist? Or should we just accept that different people have different views and behaviors, and, well, that's okay. Live and let live. Here's our text for today. John chapter, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 16, verse 14 to 15. The Pharisees who loved money heard all this, and were sneering at Jesus. And he said to them, "'You are the ones who justify yourselves "'in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. "'What people value highly is detestable in God's sight.'" Now Jesus had just spoken the parable that's often called the parable of the dishonest manager. It's a story of a man that used his master's ill-gotten gain to win friends for himself by writing down their bills, reducing their bills before he was to be fired. Now this parable is shocking to us because it seems that Jesus is commending dishonest actions on the part of the steward, but quite the opposite. Jesus was challenging the religious leaders that were listening in that were using their positions to gain wealth and status for themselves. At this moment, Jesus tells them that the Lord detests what they value. That's a very strong statement. He's describing the way the world works, the world that is offensive to God, the world that has a constant pull, a pull on us away from truth and away from God. And this is why Jesus tells the disciples that the world will hate them. Just as the Pharisees snared at Jesus as he spoke the truth to them, now, how are we to process this today? Yes, we live in the same world. Like Bloom's students, we can lose track of good and evil, truth and falsehood. We are bombarded by information, but in the storm, we have little we can trust, little that we can count on. And that's why Jesus often told his disciples to remain with the truth. And it's how the truth would set them free. Now, the first truth here is that we are part of the world. We find ourselves caught in the same storm. We need Jesus every day and the Spirit of God to lead us into truth. Jesus ends this section of his teaching that we're looking at this week by reminding the disciples of their need for the Spirit of God. Here the Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth. We're going to turn our focus to the Spirit as the week finishes up. Suffice it to say that Bloom's book did a good job of pointing out the problem, but his hope for finding solutions fell short. Why? Because without a truth outside ourselves, we will remain stuck. Perhaps you heard the story of the thief that snuck into a department store in the dead of night. While there, he stole nothing. But what he did was change the price tags, so imagine the next morning when shoppers entered the store to find bargains of a lifetime, household appliances and fine jewelry for 20 or $30, rather than hundreds or thousands of dollars. But at the same time, some basic clothing. The price tag was hundreds of dollars. And also try to imagine the checkout clerk knowing something is wrong, but seeing the prices as they're marked. Now today, that wouldn't happen because of barcodes and scanners, but in effect, it's happening every day. The Pharisees were doing this during Jesus' day, taking that which was precious to God, the people of Israel in the land, and treating them as if they were of little value, and in the process, only thinking about themselves and how they could get ahead, how they could make more money on that which was most sacred you know that Jesus hated? He hated those things that mar the image of God in us. He hated those things that destroyed people and kept them from God. And he was confronted by evil every day. How can we hear Jesus and not consider that what we value is detestable to God, that our priorities and loyalties are often misdirected and misplaced? This is why living in the world is difficult. It's easy for us to get caught up in what the world lives for and values, and it's tempting to go along with the world rather than being hated by standing with Jesus. Okay, now I know this might sound harsh, but then again, this is the truth we need to keep our eyes focused on, Christ and the grace that we need every day. A grace to value people, not use people to gain what we want for ourselves. And it's this conflict with the world that Jesus had that propelled him to the cross. And it is the cross that is our salvation, where we learn, where we see the values of Jesus and how Jesus has valued us. Let's pray. Lord, our hearts can be so easily divided to know you and love you, and at the same time, want all that the world has to offer us. Guide us into your truth Keep us from losing our lives by trying to gain the whole world. For we pray in the name of Jesus, amen.